Good morning, people of God. This is Apostle Shirley Evans today. Today, October 20th, 2020. The days are going by so fast. October 20th, 2020. And today is already Tuesday. The time is 9.22 a.m. Let us continue to praise him, honor him, glorify his name, lift him up. And Father, we thank you for another day. We thank you that we still have a voice to speak, a voice to sing, a voice to proclaim your word, and a voice to tell people we love them. Without you, we can do nothing. So we just bless you. I pray that those hearers who are going to receive this teaching be attentive to your word, apply it to their heart, not only be hearers but doers of the word in the name of Jesus. We thank you for revelation knowledge. And Father, we just thank you for yesterday that person um, who you had me to pray for with the eye problem about 4 35 o'clock i gave them a call because um there was no more pain in my eye no more running of the water and um the holy spirit said to call them because they okay i did that and they said no more pain no more running of the eyes and we give glory to god so that's what you call the glory of god the, the miracle healing of god that the songwriter penned the song he touched me and all oh, the joys that fills my soul something happened and so something happened yesterday to that gentleman he realized that god the holy spirit jesus had touched him the woman who had the issue of blood she said within herself she didn't openly speak to jesus she said in her heart, if I could only touch the hem of his garment. It's a spirit to spirit thing. And so we thank God for what he has done. He's still healing. He's delivering. He's still setting you free. He's still taking care of you. He's God. And so we give him praise today. And praise is what we do. That is scripture reading yesterday was i spoke on psalm 19 about god's creation so we will touch on that but right now we're gonna worship him because i have no wings <laughs> so i cannot fly away but i can sing i just want to praise you Lift my hands and say, I love you. You are everything to me. And I exalt your holy name. I exalt your holy name. I exalt your holy name 
on high. I just want to praise you. Lift my hands and say, I love you. You are everything to me. And I exalt your holy name. I exalt your holy name. I exalt your holy name on high. We can praise him. Don't let the rocks cry out and praise. I'm not going to let it do that for me. I'm going to praise him. Sing hallelujah to the Lord. Sing hallelujah to the Lord. Sing hallelujah. Sing hallelujah. Sing hallelujah to the Lord. Glory and honor to the Lord. Glory and honor to the Lord. Glory and honor. Glory and honor. Glory and honor to the Lord. We need to place him on the highest place. For he is the great high priest. So we place you high above all else. And we come to you and worship at your feet. We praise you on the highest place for you are the great High Priest, we place you high above all else, and we come to you and worship at your feet. We place you on the highest place. For you are the great high priest. We place you high above all and we come to you and worship at your feet the greatest thing in all my life is knowing you the greatest thing in all my life is knowing you i want to know you more 
I want to know you more. The greatest thing in all my life is knowing you. The greatest thing in all my life is loving you. <coughs> the greatest thing in all my life is loving you. I want to love you more. I want to love you more. The greatest thing in all my life is loving you. The greatest thing in all my life is serving you. The greatest thing in all my life is serving you. I want to serve you more. I want to serve you more. The greatest thing in all my life is serving you. The greatest thing in all my life is to serve him. The greatest thing in all my life is to love him. In the presence of Jehovah, God Almighty, Prince of Peace, Troubles vanish, hearts are mended in the presence of the King. Let's try to stay in his presence. In the presence of Jehovah, God Almighty, Prince of Peace, troubles vanish, hearts are mended in the presence of the King. In the presence of the King's troubles do vanish, hearts are mended in the presence of the king well we gotta ring our bell ring the bells of heaven there is joy today don't let no one steal your joy hold on to your joy hold on to jesus don't let him go hold on to his hand he loves us psalm 19 Verse 1 to verse 6 declares, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showed his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line is gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun 
which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heaven and is circled unto the ends of it, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. I have another scripture to read this morning, and that's Psalm 150. Psalm 150 is about praising God. Praise ye the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in the firmament of his power, praise him for his mighty acts, praise him according to his excellent greatness, praise him with the sound of the trumpet, praise him with the psaltery and harp, praise him with the timbrel and dance, praise him with stringed instruments and organs, praise him upon the loud sounding cymbals, praise him upon the high sounding cymbals, let everything, I mean everything, let everything that had breath, thank you Father for breath, so those who are going to hear this, as long as they have breath, please praise the Lord. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Thank you, Father, for your word. And God, I ask your Holy Spirit to minister to us this morning. Teach us, teach us, O oh Lord. Teach us your word. I'm just a messenger being sent to deliver what he is speaking. And we were talking about glory. And uh, I was telling someone yesterday how, how when Mary was pregnant, she was carrying the word, but in her was the word and the glory all in her. And when the word came forth, when the baby came forth, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So the baby had to put on an earth suit. It didn't come out as a spirit. So in us, it's not the baby. It's God in us manifest in us. I remember uh, one time I had, someone had given me two watches. One was very expensive and the other one was cheap. Didn't matter. I wore the cheap one until I got the more expensive one. And so I had both, one very expensive and one very cheap. And one morning I went down to my mother's house and my aunt had come from the island and, and uh, my aunt said, what do you have for us? I said, I have something right in my bag. I'm taking it out. Well, I had, I had them in my bag. They didn't know that, I, you know, I had something for her. So knowing that my mother was going to say, well, what about me? I had both of them. I had taken them out of the bag. And I said, well, y'all choose. Of course, one chose the more expensive one because it was glittery, it looked gold. The other one was silver and she figured that silver looking one was cheap. But no, the silver one cost more. 
And so say we are redeemed. When we talk about silver, we talk about redemption. Okay? We talk about gold, that's the glory. So the two of them was fighting over these two watches. And so the other day I did something. And what I did, the Holy Spirit said, comb your hair all over your face completely. No one can see your face and take a, a picture of it. Well, I didn't know what, what it was to do, selfie, but I did it. And you couldn't see my face at all. All you could see is my hair. It looked like a mop, an upside down mop. So then the word came to me. Under that darkness, there's glory. There's light. But you can't see it unless the darkness is removed. And so, like that, God wants us to shine and share and display his glory. But too often, no one can see it in our lives. Because if they had seen me in that state, they wouldn't want nothing to do with me. I'm just blackness. No one can see it in our lives because it is buried beneath our intimidation and fear. And he began to say to me, listen, there was a time when you didn't even want to see people because of what you're going through. And you hid yourself. You hid yourself like a photograph in a dark room being developed. And when I comb my hair in the right direction, you could see my face, you could see the glory. But there are times buried beneath our intimidation and fear and our discouragement, our bad attitudes and the negative thoughts and opinions we have built up in our minds over the years. God's glory in us can't shine forth because of all the junk of the world that we have piled on top of it. One day I went out in the yard and I was just led to rake the big rocks. So as I raked the big rocks, then the small rocks, and I raked some more. And I decided to dig in that area for whatever reason, I don't know. And and and, and I looked and I saw something green and it was shining, but it was a piece of broken, broken bottle. I removed it. But I decided to dig some more. And as I dug, there was a beautiful blue and green round object. It was a marble hidden down in the earth. And I was like, wow, isn't this beautiful? And it was shining, beautiful. I cleaned it up and I was like, wow, we have some treasure in our earthen vessel. We don't want God to dig. <laughs> we don't want to dig deep. You have to bring it out. Put it on display. Somehow we've got to dig away the dirt and the breeze of our drab daily existence. And uncover the treasure of divine glory hidden underneath. If I didn't dig that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't discover what a beautiful 
and I call it a stone, but then I turned out to be really a marble, but it was a stone. We've got to learn how to take these fragile jars of clay that are our bodies and turn them into goblets of glory. Some of us have believed for so long that we have no glory. <laughs> because that was that is what we was taught. And we believed it. As I said, people say things that is not truth. When they say cleanliness is next to godliness. I said you can clean, you can be, you clean the rock outside and you can clean everywhere in your house and it's spick and span. But what about your heart? Your heart says something else. Some of us have believed for so long that we have no glory. So it's hard to change our thinking. But thank God knowledge is being increased. He's regulating our mind and opening up our understanding and opening up our eyes to see truth. Look what Apostle Paul, the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians 3, verse 20 to 21. Ephesians 3, verse 20 to 21. It says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. He is the enabler. And the enabler is here. He is here. He is here. Hallelujah. He is here. Amen. He is here. You can touch him. You will never be the same. Paul speaks of the immeasurable power of God that is at work where? In us, in you, in us. God's glory is where? In the church. So where's the church? It's not on the corner of so-and-so. It's not on the corner of so-and-so. The, the church, we are the church. God's glory in us. We are the church. And what is the church? That's us, a body of believers, a worldwide community consisting of every follower of Christ. We are his building. In other words, God's power and glory lives or reside inside of us who knows Jesus Christ. I'll repeat that. Inside of us who knows Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. That is those who have a relationship with Jesus Christ, those who have given their life to Jesus. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6 to 10, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, thank you, Jesus. Verse 6 to 10 declares, For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, had shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. 
but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. That's truth. As believers, we have in our hearts the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. He's the one who put it there. It is a treasure that we carry around in fragile jars of clay. Our physical bodies, we carry it around. God wants that light to shine brightly in the midst of a dark world. Right now, the world is in darkness. God wants that light to shine forth. God wants that light to shine brightly in the midst of a dark world. For many of us, our jars of clay are very ordinary looking, perhaps even unimpressive. Not the kind of vessel in which anyone would expect to find treasure. It would be like concealing a diamond in a shoebox. God's power at work in us is much greater than anything we could ever do by ourselves. So that when people look at us, they will see him. They will see working in our lives something that only God can do. God will be on display in our lives and in this way, we will bring glory to his name. We are walking, talking treasure chests and God does not want us to take that treasure with us to the grave. Many people have done it. He didn't place his glory in us for it to end up buried. Like I said, I dug and I found that beautiful marble. He doesn't want it to stay buried in us. Let our light shine. He wants that to come out of us. His desire is for us to give full expression to the glory that resides within us. God hid his treasure inside our jars of clay, but he doesn't want it to stay there. He wants us to show forth what's hidden inside so that people everywhere will know that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. So what happened yesterday? When the man is somewhere else, but I'm here. But the glory inside of us, the miracle-working God inside of us, the glory came out yesterday. He allowed me to take on all that pain all that suffering yesterday, but his glory came out, touched the man and the man was healed yesterday. Glory be to the Lord, living Jesus. But see, if you're depressed, oppressed and intimidated, you stay in a corner and you will not grow. You will die with it right in you and go in your grave. He wants to show off what's hidden inside so that people everywhere will know that this all 
surpassing power is from God and not from us. We should live in such a way that people who have been around us will say, there is no doubt about it, God was there. We should live so close to the Lord that when people look at us, they will see him shining out of our lives. If we really become and do what God called us to do and to be, his glory will shine forth and people will know that God has been on earth in an earth suit. People still looking for God. He's walking around every day. God in man made manifest. But you have to produce. Psalm 19.1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. We also are the work of his hands. Just as God's glory is displayed in the work of his hands, so he has created us to display his glory by the work we do. Of course, some people do not want to work. Jesus said, I must work while it is yet day. The night cometh when no man can work. In Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, Ephesians 2 verse 10, um, this declares, this is what it says. Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. For we, you and I, are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. From the very beginning, God had in mind that we would do good works in the name and power of Jesus Christ and thereby display his glory in all the earth. We have a responsibility before God to be faithful in the task he places before us because he does not want us to take our gifts, talents, and abilities to the grave unused. In Ecclesiastes, the wise man, E. e, e Solomon gave counsel. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. For in the grave, where you're going, there is neither working, nor planning, nor knowledge or wisdom. So God did not create us to do nothing. He has endowed us with intelligence, creativity, spiritual gifts, and natural abilities. And he expects us to use them, to pour them out in service to others for the glory of his name. He expects us to do it. God did not create us to make a living. You know, you had the people's tie right here trying to make a living. God didn't create us to make a living, but to show the world what he is like. Our glory is to give full expression to everything God created us to be and do. It's time to learn how to tap into our glory to find our full expression we need to bring out all the ideas the plans and the dreams that are buried inside us god put them there in order that we might fulfill them and give them life 
and body and character. Some people inside of them, they love to bake. Well, go and bake. Find a flour and bake. And then you bake it. And then somebody need it. You can sell it. You can make a living. But then the glory came out. We cannot do this in our own strength though. Or in our own wisdom. It calls for God's power. However, God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think according to the power that worketh within you. God created us to be creative just as he is creative. No other creature has this capacity. When we exercise our creativity, we are displaying the God-like attributes and nature. He placed in us. He placed it in us. That's why most of the time we don't really glorify God in a church service. Because we are doing, we are in the church service. We are not doing anything. Maybe just worshiping. We're not working or creating anything. It's when we go home and start planning our week that the glory begins to come out. God is glorified when we find creative ways to give full expression to his nature and attributes and to the life of Christ that dwells within us. Whether it's taking some risks, trying bold new ventures, stepping out to attempt things we have never done before, building a business, making wise investments, or seeking new innovative ways to share the gospel of Christ effectively. God's glory comes out when we follow his spirit and depend on his power to become everything he means for us to be. We display our glory when we reveal the glory of God in us, both by faithfully proclaiming the message of Christ to the world whenever and however we can, and by the works of our hands in day-to-day -day life. When we begin showing the glory of God to our lives, he comes in and does more than we could ever plan or expect. We find our glory in becoming everything God created us to be. Don't die and not reveal your glory. Would you purchase, just say, an organ? But before you reach home, you decide, oh, you know something? I don't want this. I'm going to throw it in the garbage. Someone else will find it. And their glory will come out because they probably know how to play and they will play it and bless somebody else. I don't think you'll throw it away. That would be ridiculous. You won't do that. Because you see, all the potential built into it by its manufacturer is still there, but there is no way to bring it out except you play it. You can plug it in because it's in the, you cannot plug it in if it's in the garbage. It's in the wrong environment. You need electricity to plug it in because electricity is the source of the power. But all that potential is useless if you threw it in the garbage. So, 
Let your light shine. It's time for your glory to shine. I'm not going to let mine go in the grave. I'm going to use whatever God has called me. Remember, a definition of glory is the full expression of the true nature of a thing. Tragically, many people die and never fully express who they were. Just as tragically, they take with them all the positive contributions they could have made to human society and to God's purposes in the world, but they didn't. Whether due to poverty, ignorance, oppression, illness, spiritual blindness, procrastination, or just plain disobedience, multitudes of people either fail or never have the opportunity to fully become everything God meant for them to be. They take all their hopes and dreams to the grave and their glory dies with them. As long as we are alive, the possibility exists for us to reach our full potential. God has endowed us with gifts. He has endowed us with talents and abilities and he wants us to use them for his glory and for mankind's good. We should strive to freely pour out all that is in us in unselfish service to the world. If we fully express ourselves in this life as God desires, we will not take any unfulfilled potential with us to the grave. Yet many of us, even as believers, wonder if we really have anything to offer. If we get down to the heart of the matter, we often secretly doubt that we can be of any use whatsoever to God. Ignorance, unbelief, erroneous teaching, and the moment and the monotonous grind of daily life blinds us to our potential. God wants us to look at ourselves and our place in the world from his perspective. He wants us to see through his eyes. Open my eyes, Lord. I want to see Jesus, to reach out and touch him and say that I love him. Open my heart, Lord, open my ears, Lord, and teach me to listen. Open my eyes, Lord, I want to see Jesus. And so we spoke about not letting the glory inside of you die today. And so we're going to stop here today. I love you, Lord. I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord, today. Because you cared for me in such a special way. That's why I praise you. I lift you up and I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, you're ministering to a few people this morning. And that's why we praise you. And whoever the few is who, who are going to receive this word this morning, help us not to let the seed die within us. No matter who we are, where we come from, 
where we have been or what we have done, God has plans to prosper us and give us hope and future. He has a power and a desire to bring us back from whatever captivity we are in that prevents us from fulfilling the potential he has placed in us. Our part is to seek him, believe him, trust him, and obey him. And so, tomorrow we'll continue. And Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for blessing us. I thank you that you've placed this treasure in our earthen vessel, which is the power and the glory of you. Help us to pour it out. Let it shine. Help us not to take it to the grave. In the name of Jesus. I really love the Lord. I really love the Lord. You don't know what he's done for me. He has given me the victory. I love him, I love him, I really love the Lord. So this is Apostle Shirley Evans saying, May the grace, the love, the peace of God that passes all understanding guard your heart and mind this day and keep you safe. I love you. God bless you. Have a blessed day.